Hey, welcome to Discontent, a podcast about nothing and for no one, probably. Maybe mostly our producer. Uh, I'm Corey. Delia. I'm Sam. And we are friends from high school, which has been, you know, almost a decade now, and decided to start a podcast to, I don't know, talk to each other about stuff. Now, I want to clarify. We didn't choose to start a podcast. No, we, we were, were forced. forced to start a podcast. I mean, we were know, bullied into we starting a podcast. I just want to make that clear from up front. We made a choice that was influenced. Yes. Sure. I can agree to that. Fine. Yeah. So the bulk of this will be what the bulk of most of our conversations are, which is yelling about various pop culture topics. Yep. So yeah. yep. I feel like a good place to start would be some movies that are coming out this year that we might have, I don't know, opinions about. Okay. Uh, I mean, can we first talk about how it's 2020 and it's January 2020 and that feels like the future? And it's not a real year. I hate it. I hate. I'm desperately trying not to think about it. it. So I would appreciate if you could respect my uh, my choice in this time to just pretend like it's 2012, like I have for the last 10 years. Yep. I feel we're all we're all 17. And the world is ahead of us, and we're not all gonna die in a fiery hellscape. Yeah, my neck doesn't have to hurt deal with an election every day. this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, movies. All right, Corey, movies. movies. <laughs> um, you know how existentialism out of the way. I was gonna say, you know how escapism helps you not worry about your problems. Good segue. Go, Corey. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> uh, chronologically, the next movie coming out that I, that will be of interest to the three of us, I think, is Doolittle. Talks to every single person who's ever had their name in a TV show, um, voicing some kind of animal that has nothing to do with their personality. I think we should talk about who is playing what animals and whether that fits their personality. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I I am aware of Doolittle, but I have actively tried to like every time I hear it flush a toilet in my brain so that all the information goes away so that when I experience it, it'll be a fresh, fresh snapshot of, a, of my life and then I can do it again, press the toilet and then make it all go away. Um, so I'm okay doing this conversation now and then afterwards I will disassociate for a few minutes and then we can come back and continue on the podcast. Yes, as I've Great. said, this movie is clearly made for me, but I don't want it and I would like to give it back, please. It's like a, a personalized gift. But I don't you, you want it. it. And then you're like, where do I put this in my home? It's like Robert Downey Jr. came to me and was like, do you want this? I put all the things that you should like in it. Like me and okay. some animals. Okay. I pulled up the character posters. Remember <laughs> the million of character posters that he posted yes. on his Instagram? Yes. Right. Did it tell you the names of the actors? Yes. We want the, we want the names of the characters too or just the, the animal that they're playing. Okay, great. That's... Two options, and you said yes. <laughs> Great. I don't care what their names are. Their names are fake anyway. One of them okay. is like cats. They don't bum have bum or something. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. So Emma Thompson is playing a parrot named Polly. I I disagree with that. I don't think I think Emma Thompson is too regal to play a parrot. I'm fine with it. I guess. I just don't. Yeah. It's not the animal itself. It's that the animal is going to talk to Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man, and then he's gonna talk back to it, and then I'm gonna see it and put it in my brain. And then, do we even know what the plot of the no, movie is? No, it, it doesn't is matter. It literally, just that he can talk to animals. I think he's so. on a ship for a while. There's a child. There's like there's two cave. Children. There's like a bunch of overhead shots of like a forest. 
but I, I don't think know he's what that Irish. Means. He's doing an accent of some kind. It's bad. Oh God. He's, doing okay, that, um, he's doing a Sherlock, but like cheap Sherlock accent, and I hate oh it. Uh, Rami Malik is a gorilla named Chichi. That's fine, I, I guess. No, I, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't agree with that one either. I don't know what I would want him to be, but not a gorilla. Uh, John Cena. John is Cena. Pol- Robbie polar Malik bear. Is an eye. You know, one of those little rats that have giant eyes and yes. always seem scared. That's what yeah. Robbie Malik should be. I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah. John Cena as a polar bear, I'm fine with. It's, that seems okay. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I have um, no feelings on if that. If he's not like yeah. an anthropomorphic, like, pig who is a wrestler also, then I guess that's fine. He was also on brand for him to be the bull in that bullfighting movie that he did a while ago. I fucking um, love that movie. <laughs> oh god, what's it <laughs> called? Fernando. Oh, Fernando. Fernando. No. Fernando. For, was it Fernando? I don't know. It's, it's f-, f something. I think it was. It's a Hispanic. Right. I mean, I, I talked about it in class the other day because we were talking about the running Ferdinand. of the bulls. It's Ferdinand. Ferdinand. I was going to say. You were close. It's the, English, it's the anglicized version of Fernando. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, Ray Fines is a tiger named Barry. I think that's a weird. Is he name. evil? Yeah, is and he Baltimore secretly? I think I think he is from the trailer, which would be on brand. Okay, I mean, yeah. does Ray Fines yeah, play? That's in yeah. character. Yeah. Um, same thing with oh, who played the uh, who played oh Mark Strong? Mark Strong could never play a good like, person. Just a, no. just a lead, like no, a dad. No. But okay, yeah, question. He's, he's ostensibly a good guy in Kingsman, but he That's still true. seems sketchy the whole time, though. Yeah. Like you, you still don't trust him the whole time. Yeah, he's but got if he got his scary, okay. like Mike Shannon energy, right? Yes. Um. Okay. So Kumail Nanjiani is an ostrich. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. I don't. Know. I mean, he's ripped okay. now, so it's weird. But <laughs> yeah, you know, normal, normal pre-ripped him is fine. Yeah. Good for him, I guess, you know? Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. I feel bad for, I feel bad for his wife, because apparently he talks about working out all the time now. It's Yeah, shit's rough, dude. He's, he's getting paid, like, three billion dollars for it, so it's fine. I think she'll be That's fine. That's true. As long as they get to, like, still make indie movies featuring Holly Hunter, you know? Mm-hmm. Just as long as, as long as he gets to do both, I guess. Um, Octavia Spencer is a duck, I think? I don't no, know. No, that her. seems wrong. No. <laughs> Name, I don't like that. No, name Dab I don't like Dab. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I disagree. Uh, Craig Robinson is a squirrel. That's fine. I'm, I'm just, yeah. I'm fine with it. It's fine. That seems, well, when Tom Holland is also in the cast, why, like, I don't know. Tom Holland is the dog that wears glasses. <laughs> that is true. He is. He is. Tom that Holland is. Is, a, is a squirrel with a frog in his mouth in real life. <laughs> so it would be typecasting. <laughs> Or he could just be a frog. That would also be good. It's true. Um, Cannibalism. Marion Cotillard is, I think, a fox. Is that what's sitting on top of the head of this giraffe in this photo? That seems fine. She's French. She's basically that. It's fine. Why wouldn't she be like a swan or some kind of, I don't know, uppity bird of some kind? Yep. Okay. Foxes are regal. We have against foxes, Corey. I don't know. They're snaky. they're sneaky. Oh, no, swiping. Well, and the best characterization of a fox is Jason Bateman in Zootopia, and I'll accept nothing less because he <laughs> was the perfect voice to do a fox, and no one realized it until he did it. 
My joy of Zootopia was eliminated by the internet because I've seen too much. Yeah, Zootopia it's too porn. much furry porn, and I it's a lot of furry. I porn. feel bad. And then there's that comic my soul about about, about Judy and Nick having a baby, but she gets an abortion. It's a lot. What the fuck? It's a lot. <laughs> what the fuck, Sam? I it's a lot. It's this not deviant art. This is not check it out. <laughs> check it out. This sounds bad. <laughs> Don't check it out. Please don't check it out. I changed my mind. I take it back. Words have meaning and consequences. I'm not joking. Oh, and she's a lesbian. I know you're not joking. That's why it's bad. (laughs) She's a lesbian at the end. Okay. And then the last one is Selena Gomez as a giraffe, which we already knew about. Yeah. as, As I said, Selena Gomez being in a movie with... Robert Dyer Jr. is like something I dreamed when I was 15, so it's weird that it's happening now. Yeah. And I don't like it. Well, don't in the think. worst possible way, though. Yeah, in the bad way. She's got good taste in like being in movies with good adult male, like not that she's not an adult, but are any of us adults under 30? Yeah. Debatable. She also just but, dropped like, her album, so like she can do whatever she wants, I guess. Yeah. And she's got lupus. Look at how powerful and strong she is. Hey, hey, I have a fun game. What animal would you be? Oh no! Please don't do this. <laughs> what an- what what animal would you be, guys? I don't I don't know. House cat, seven thousand percent. I would be my cat, and I would, I would be just, a raccoon running around in the garbage. I would choose to not go on the adventure. They'd say we're going on an adventure. Corey, you coming? And I'd be like, nope. Have fun. I would be the ratatouille rat, the rat in ratatouille. <laughs> that would be me. Making I'll ratatouille. I'll be the garbage king. King of garbage. <laughs> I need to try and make ratatouille again because when I made it the first time, I just kept yelling, I feel like the man and not the rat. So I need to, yeah, I need to try making dark it again. energy <laughs> to imbibe into a meal. Um, my, uh, my, my favorite part of playing Kingdom Hearts 3 was the ratatouille, the ratatouille minigame. In the same way that my favorite part of Kingdom Hearts, whatever it was, one or two, I can't remember, was the Winnie the Pooh minigame, where you just collected Winnie Winnie the Pooh pages. I definitely watched Aladdin as a kid, like the cartoon version, but I think that all of my memories of Aladdin have been shaped and corrupted by Kingdom Hearts, because it's such a memorable area in Kingdom Hearts. Yes. And then I watched the Aladdin live-action movie last night, and it felt like a little bit of my soul broke off and left my body. Well, a lot of it is, I don't know. It just, the changes that they chose to make seemed very, like, why? Jasmine's a girl boss now. I mean, that's, it's 2020, fine, that's fine, whatever. Her song was fine. I'm I'm fine with her storyline. I'm just like, why, why, when you watched it as a kid, did anybody say, you know what, Jeannie could really use a romantic interest? That's a thing that I would like. And I mean, no. if you're going to choose a rando to be the romantic interest of a being that, like, isn't human, I guess Nassim Padrad is a fine choice, because I like Nassim Padrad, but, like, also, did we need to? Wait a sec, how long is Doolittle? What's the runtime of Doolittle? Um, let me check. I'm on if it's line. anything over two hours, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the call right now. Uh... 146. You're good. 146. Yeah, I don't even I don't even want to watch it. What so. a respectable 146. That's that's okay. fine. That's Okay. I don't have to flip the table and leave. Yeah. I just Aladdin the live action one was 2 hours and 14 minutes long and it everything they added was superfluous nonsense and right. it just I I I wish movies weren't so overbloated these days. 
Well, especially when you have okay. to go for 30 minutes of previews beforehand. But, right. Correct. I mean, kids' what, movies. What, Delia? What do you want, Delia? <laughs> you, I mean, you sound like you're 47 years old, but it's fine, <laughs> I guess. I just. <laughs> it doesn't need to be that long, though. <laughs> I mean, I would just say that if you're going to make it over two hours, you better make sure that every minute past that two hours is worth it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just don't understand who Disney live action movies are for. They're for no kids one. Can't pay attention. They're for, for two millennials hours who have a lot of time on their hands and like for the nostalgia factor, but yeah. none of us want it. Yeah. No. Who asked for this? No one. I would like to speak to their manager. Disney wants our money. They have yeah. all of our money already, but they want more. Oh, speaking of all of our money, well, speaking of giving Disney my money, um, I still haven't watched anything on Disney Plus except for the Encore, original series, Encore, and High School Musical, the musical, the series. Jesus Christ, Corey. Um, but they did an episode of Encore wherein a cast from 2007 did High School Musical as their High School Musical in 2007. And I was trying to remember, when did the first High School Musical come out? Because it had to have been like within a calendar year of that happening, that, this, that some adult person said... Let's do this as our musical. This movie that just came out a matter of years ago. I can't remember when it came out, but I just felt very... I think it was like 2006 or 5. Yeah, right. I think you're right. But it was just a very interesting choice. Let me look. High School Musical came out in 2006. Yeah, so if it, they did it in 2007, presumably they would have had to start the process of doing the show in what, January? So they really were ready to get going. I have only watched a couple episodes of Encore and I had to be very drunk to do it because it makes me, it makes me feel like, and I'm coining this from Delia, it makes me feel like there are bugs under my skin mm-hmm. as though I am become Oogie Boogie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've only watched the episodes that I saw with you, Corey, and I hated every minute of it and I want <laughs> to not have lived those minutes. I love it so much. I'm so into it. I I can't I can't I can't I can't. I love I love the old people and their nostalgia. I love how oh none gosh. of them are that good at singing. It gives me like PTSD flashbacks to high school, and also it makes me see the vulnerabilities of strangers. It's like Scott's Todd. I feel for like now. I was not That's given. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I wasn't given it permission <laughs> to see it, but I'm seeing it, and I feel like. I want to burrow into the ground and die there. I also really like that it's someone's job that they come in and they're like, like that the music director, it's almost always the same music director guy. And he's always just got this like air of, oh, let's just, let's just do this. I mean, it's the right oh, response. <laughs> it's the right response to that situation. I hope he's being paid well. And then also Val from the office is there teaching. Yes. Yep. It's not. But they just it's fine. fucking had Susan Egan on one episode, and like these people had to sing to her. Oh, oh. a role she origi- originated. Um, <laughs> they brought in Stephen Sondheim. Oh my god! <laughs> At least that one was a performing arts school, so all those kids could actually, well, all those adults could actually sing decently because they got into a performing arts school. And also because of that, they knew who he was. Because if you just brought Stephen Sondheim to like a random group of people that are in their, you know mid-whatever, 
older decade would how many of them would like be all of all over themselves about Stephen Sondheim. But so there were a good number of them freaking out about it. I just I don't understand. <laughs> I don't want it. I just I, it's like I'm glad I'm glad Corey that you enjoy it and I'm yes. happy for you, but I can't join you in this venture. Yes, Goodbye. We, we don't all have to have the same tastes, and that's fine. <laughs> Did Sam? You said you watched the the show about the dogs or whatever. No, oh, yeah. No, Did I watched watch Togo. Togo, yeah. <laughs> I watched Togo with Willem Dafoe's scary face and uh, the wife they gave him, which was like twenty years younger than him, and the sad dogs that I cried at. Yeah, I mean that's on brand. I, I on also brand. watched Lady in the Tramp, which was an atrocity. Yes, it was a crime against humanity. At least that one they put on Disney Plus for. For pres- like you know, no extra charge. They didn't make people go to the. Well, I mean, theater. it's because uh, Lady and the Tramp originally came out in like the fifties or something, so no one had the nostalgia for it, other than me, who only watched movies about dogs as a child. Remember cats and dogs? I do remember cats and dogs. I, yes, I remember cats and dogs. Spy dogs. What was the name? What was the name of the second cats and dogs? It was cats and dogs two. For annihilation or something? <laughs> what was it? I have to I look it up. Remember. <laughs> I can't help you. Anytime anybody says anything, anything to Electric Boogaloo is the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the only Deuce Bigelow legacy that there is. Uh, cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. Kitty Galore is a good Mm-mm. name Mm-mm. for it. A, a former <laughs> operative of Meows. <laughs> I don't know what Meows stands Mm-mm. for. Mm-mm. And I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I have a weirdly specific memory of watching that movie at a friend's house and just being very like put off by the animation of it i don't know like oh it was, I don't it was all cg it i think or maybe was it was it too yeah, early it was, for yeah, cg we, no it was it was like wasn't it live like, action well they like talked though oh yeah they puppets okay or something? yeah yeah no they were they were like mostly real animals and like, then when they talked and then with yeah when they talked it was like with cg okay yeah yeah uh <laughs> yeah exactly uh it's exactly the it's response a, i mean i, I will say it's movie. astonishing that that technology has not improved because that's the way that lady and the tramp is like when they're just being dogs like running around they look cute as hell and then they talk and it's like ah unholy abomination please leave please freeze free me from this, this mortal coil and then on the other side you have fucking lion king just like a child soulless into the microphone (laughs) and then just like dead cat eyes staring (laughs) into the camera yes soulless garbage (laughs) which it's now like the fourth highest grossing film of all time or something lion king what what yeah (laughs) is it the beyonce factor i assume it's the beyonce factor i think it's the garbage nostalgia factor (laughs) and everybody in the world was in it yeah, and it's true. Very, I mean, Lion King is still touring. Like, it's not like it's gone anywhere since the movie came out. Like, it's in Cincinnati right now. People are. I had friends go see it last week. Now, I know, so. I know that Cats is the forbidden topic on this no! podcast, but Fuck. I just, I for both for both of those films, I wish that they had just done what the live act or the stage plays do, and like had elaborate costuming rather than right, trying to like, make it real because I don't I don't need to see fucking John Oliver's voice come out of a realistic ass bird. I don't. Yeah. It does it brings me no it sparks no joy in my heart. 
the cool things about the stage show is like the the puppetry, the like how they get people to look like the animals. And it's like that's yes. one of the cool things Cats about was, it. Cats was literally made so that a bunch of furries could dance. And <laughs> instead, I have to see Jason Derulo's CGI'd away <laughs> penis. No penis. I hate it. It's terrible and it was the worst cinematic experience of my life and i can't believe you're trying to make me relive it now on our beloved podcast (laughs) (laughs) our beloved podcast yes sure (laughs) okay last last thing about cats no (laughs) okay lion king is seventh highest grossing film of all time that's still not good but fine great how many of the the highest grossing films of all time are owned by a disney property with all of them. All of them. Um, we live in a Disney okay, state. Avengers. Avengers is. Avatar is not. That's 20th Century Fox? I guess. Maybe? I don't know. I'll look. Or I think Universal. Well, something. isn't that, isn't that Disney now? Oh, is it? Oh, it is. Yeah, it's at yeah. fucking Disney World. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yes, Disney. Uh, Titanic. I don't know who owns Titanic. Uh, Maybe MGM. I can't remember. I'm not. I don't think. Uh, that sounds about I right. don't think that that one is Disney. Uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, yes. Avengers: Infinity War, yes. Jurassic World is not okay, right? Uh, I think Jurassic Park is like a direct competitor of like the Disneyification of the world. I mean, what studios are left? To be honest, yeah, it's just it's. I feel like Disney is like two steps away from owning everything anyway, so it's not really yeah. it's not Jurassic really Park is Universal. Oh, Universal, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Universal. Okay, so that yeah. That's real, I guess. Um, Frozen. Okay. Wow. Oh, wait, sorry. I, I went down the list. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. Ah! All right. Uh, Lion King. Avengers. Furious 7. Furious 7, I have no idea who made that. Avengers Age of Ultron. Frozen 2. Black Panther. Damn. Harry Potter. Star Wars. Jurassic World. Frozen. Beauty and the Beast. Incredibles 2. Okay, I'm going to stop yeah. now. Yeah, I, g- I get but it. Most I get of it. them. Yeah. <laughs> we live in a Disney state. It's fine. Yeah. I can't, yes. I'm, it's what I was saying when I bought that fucking three year long uh, pre-order of Disney Plus is that by the time that subscription is over in 2022, we're all going to be like putting on our Mickey ears and going to our Mickey jobs for Mickey bucks or whatever. So it's fine. It doesn't matter. Nothing, capitalism is nothing. Capitalism is everything. I still can't believe you did that. I frankly am shocked that you did uh, that. You shouldn't be because who am I? <laughs> who am I? <laughs> But what what on Disney Plus do you actually care about that much is my question. All of the fucking MCU shit that's going to come along oh, later this year. Well, that's what I bought yeah. it for. I want to yeah. see I, fucking Bucky Barnes and Sam Wilson fucking I don't even know what they're doing. They're going to be punching Baron Zemo who's finally going to get to wear purple. It's going to be great. I sometimes briefly forget that the Avengers and all of its associated properties are under Disney's boot. Yeah. I'll never forget. It makes me feel good. Um, Also, I haven't gotten around to this yet. I've been too busy watching Encore. But uh, they have all of the, like, DVD bonus features and stuff on there. So as a person that likes commentaries, I want to go and, like, watch all the commentaries of all the stuff. Because I stopped buying the Marvel DVDs after, I don't know, Civil War, I think. Yeah, Corey, you were the last person alive of our age bracket who was buying DVDs. So... That's not true, Sean. Our pro- beloved producer does as well, and it's it fills my home with so many DVDs, and they're just 
they're going to be the currency of the future. That and Funko Pops we're going to trade when we're older. It's going to be fucking carbon fiber DVDs and Funko Pops. I haven't bought a DVD in like, I don't know, six months, a year? It's been a while. That's too soon, Corey. (laughs) I can't even remember what it was, so it clearly wasn't, wasn't that recently. There's no reason to buy DVDs anymore. It's on one of the 10 streaming services we all own already. Yep. That's true. I'm already spending $300 billion for every streaming service. What other fucking movies are coming out this year, guys? Yeah, Corey, what other <laughs> fucking movies are coming out? Hold on. Um, we could talk about Black Widow. I mean, Speaking good, of Marvel. good, great, good, great. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I hope it's good. I don't have a lot of feelings about it. I just hope it's good. Yeah, I just hope <laughs> it's good. Natasha deserves it. It's, I... Scarlett Johansson Johansson doesn't deserve it, but Natasha Romanoff deserves it, so I'm at neutral. I like Florence Pugh. I like Florence Pugh. I hope she gets to be the next Black Widow. That would be fine. That would be cool. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was Florence Pugh until I saw a trailer for Black Widow last week before Bombshell, and uh, I was like, oh, it's Amy. Can't believe you went and saw Bombshell. God. Yeah, I can't abide. (laughs) It was fine. Ugh. It was fine. There was Ugh. it was a it was a a game of holy shit. This person is in this for like every single like person that is a recognizable celebrity in in the world was a celebrity playing them in the movie. So like the the people playing everybody like you know the obvious ones are like John Lithgow as um as uh heirs and uh or not heirs. What's the What's his name? I don't even care. The head of the head of Fox guy, um, and then Charlie's and whatever. Charlie's did a good job, I thought. But the like the sidekick David Wallace, um, whose name I never remember, Andy. Oh, it's just David Wallace. Who cares? I know, but I I feel bad for him because I always feel bad because I like to know I like to know actors' names, and I've seen him as so many things. Oh, Corey, do you like to know actors' names? Is that a character trait about you? <laughs> Wow. It's Andy, some, it's Andy something and I never remember and I feel bad because it's him specifically that I just am not invested enough to know his name. I just, the problem I have with that movie is that like, it's weird I, I, and it's like made by a whole weird. bunch of men who didn't like get the rights for any of the people that are in it, in the story anyway. And it's just, it feels like such Oscar bait. And such, like, pandering to, like, women, like, ooh, me too, right? We get it. We get it. And now it's gonna win, like, a bunch of fucking awards, and it's stupid. I mean, the only one that it really deserves it for is makeup, because they did a really good job yeah, with all, all the, the prosthetics and shit. all the prosthetic work is incredible, but also completely unnecessary, because no one needed this. Andy Buckley. Andy Buckley. God. <laughs> God. I just remember seeing posters for it on, or ads on it, for, uh, on Facebook, our other corporate overlord. Yeah. Um, and it was like, she's got a secret to tell. And I was like, that's not, that's not no, that's, you can't yeah, say that. Like you can't tone of this <laughs> no. sexual assault case. But fine. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she got a secret to tell. It's a big fucking one guys. Like, I, I don't know. It just, it felt very trite to me. And, and, and I, had, I hope that it like was good. I, Corey is the only person that could speak yeah, to that. I'm not gonna I see hope it, that it so. was respectful. I can't actually say but... anything about the content of it because I haven't seen it and I won't see it. So I saw it. On... Nothing about it seemed respectful. I guess I spent five dollars on it. It was a bargain Tuesday. It was fine. It was a fine way to spend two hours and five dollars. Charlie, yeah. Charlie's did a good job. I think 
anybody deserves an award out of it, it should be her and the makeup artist. Yep. Um, Charlie's I have a segue. Africa, as her Instagram handle is Charlie's <laughs> Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think um, about every day. Ready for a segue? Sure. You know who played Rudy, Rudy Giuliani in Bombshell? No. Richard Richard Kind. Richard Kind. No. Yeah, you know where else I saw Richard Kind recently? You're gonna talk about you're gonna talk about my favorite thing and Sam's least favorite thing. I rewatched the sack lunch bunch yesterday. <laughs> oh God! Did. Wait, Sam, you, oh, God. you didn't like sack no, lunch bunch? I like it. Okay. I like it. It just challenged me in a lot of ways. He was not as into it as the rest of us in the room were, especially Sean, who was so <laughs> was into so it that my joy was mostly derived on that second viewing from him watching it. I had been in a car all day and like. I just it felt like pieces of my brain were breaking off as I was watching it because I was just so confused. That's why it was good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my favorite Mulaney thing in the world. Like, if given the option, I would rather just watch Mulaney stand up. Yeah, I mean, my favorite my favorite Mulaney thing is the wor- in the world is his bit about fucking captchas. And I, <laughs> I think about it every single day. Or the co-op episode of Documentary Now, which is one of my oh other my favorite gosh. things. <laughs> I have not seen that. I only it's, watched a few episodes of Documentary Now. I Yeah, I, I have a hard time watching Documentary Now because it's too realistic and it makes me feel <laughs> like I entered an alternate reality in which it's an actual documentary and I feel just like unmoored in time. And <laughs> like there's that one that the documentary is about like a fucking like haunted house or something or like... <laughs> yeah, I see that, that one. That <laughs> one, I think about it all the time and it freaks me the hell out like it's genuinely really really scary i'm gonna my my top four documentary now episodes that i've watched i'm pretty sure that i've watched all of them all of the like episodes that are out there but the the gray gardens knockoff Mm -hmm. is super super good i have seen that one yeah um juan loves rice and chicken Yes, based very off good. of Hero Dreams of Sushi is <laughs> super good. Incredibly good. good. <laughs> um, loves rice and chicken. Uh, the the uh, the co op the musical cast album recording. God, is very I have good. Not seen that one. I can't believe that's, they got Renee is... Goldberg to like actually. <laughs> yeah, they that. got Renee Renee Goldberg in it. Uh, Richard Kind is in that too. Oh yes, God, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look at all these ties, guys. <laughs> Paula Pell is in it. Uh, but the, and the songs are like the songs uh, Seth Meyers and John just wrote the lyrics to and then kind of sang ish like voice memos and sent them to a composer and he sent them back like full Broadway tracks <laughs> that these real Broadway singers like actors sing and it's so good it's in season three and then the best like one of the best ones like deserves an award Kate Blanchett as a performance artist. I don't remember what the episode title is, but she is a performance artist that like does all of this weird performance art edits. She deserves some kind of guest starring Emmy something or she was so good. So that's my top four documentary now episodes. Yes. Recurring segment, Corey's yes. top four episodes of a show. <laughs> for the people. Everybody for, cares. For, for the, the people. people. Okay, we can continue on into the year. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Yes, good. Out. Yes, Excellent. very excited. excited. Yes, good. I'm Thrilled. very interested to see what Kristen Wiig is going to bring to that. Cheetah, it's like such a non-Kristen Wiig role. 
that yeah, it's, it's I'm almost the opposite. Yeah, of the Kristen Wiig role. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Pedro Pascal is gonna be in this. Yeah, Pedro Pascal is gonna be uh fucking what's his name and it's Mr. Fucking something. Yeah, great. Sounds fun. Yeah, <laughs> we we went we have, we know enough we know a lot and we're here to give you that knowledge. I'll look it up. <laughs> I have literally I honestly can't name anything that I've actually watched Pedro Pascal in, but I love him dearly. The Mandalorian is great, even though his face has only been in it for three seconds. Um, apparently he and Horatio Sands bonded about being Chilean on the set of the Mandalorian. Max Lord. He's going to be Max Lord. Yes, yes. Maxwell Lord, who I, I hope that the movie follows the comics and Diana gets to fucking like rip his head off or whatever. <laughs> I'm so excited. So what in what? How are they going to bring back Chris Pine? Is there like a storyline in the comics where he comes back? No, I think it's some sort of time travel thing. I think is the sort of he's kind of always around in the comics. Like he kind of yeah in the comics never really of, dies. Yeah, <laughs> but I think okay. I think it's sort of implied in the trailer that Maxwell Lord like brings him back through some sort of time travely thing as a way of like bribing Diana for something whatever his nefarious purposes are. I don't know comics. You know. Okay, I was just, I didn't know how it would work, but I'm fine with it. Chris Pine and everything. That's yeah. fine with me. I'm, I'm um, good with it. Someone that I know said that Chris Pine is her least favorite Chris of all the Chris's. That's and I was wrong. Like, That's the what worst. an opinion. Chris Pratt have. is the worst. Absolutely Chris awful. Of all yeah, Pratt. Chris Pratt is the worst because of I don't know. You you <laughs> his know personal life. <laughs> yeah, all of his personal life things is why. Yes, because he used that one platform. Call him the fuck out. Yeah, and I, I gained three years of my life alone just by reading it. Okay, this is apparently not a chronological list because Sonic the Hedgehog is on here after, uh, after Wonder Woman. So IMDb Wilson just made a list of things that they care about coming out this year. By the way, fun fact: Sonic the Hedgehog is is a hundred minutes long, so don't worry, you won't have to suffer for very long. God. It's going to be a great Valentine's Day for everyone. All movies should be 100 minutes long. I'm (laughs) okay with that. (laughs) The Paul Rudd Ghostbusters movie. I don't really see the point. No. We don't need more Ghostbusters. Thanks. Did I see that? I saw the trailer for that. Thanks, no thanks. I think before Little Women. Uh, Yeah. I think so. I was watching it and I was like, okay, like there's that weird kid from Stranger Things. Like maybe I'll like this. Oh, God. Oh no, there's a ghost. Oh god, there's the ghost car. Why are they doing this? Didn't we do this like four years ago? Like, not even four years ago? I don't know. What year is it? Well, it's because, like, that one was for women. So this is a quote unquote unquote, real Ghostbusters movie, quote unquote, for the fans. Men are terrible, men are exhausting. (laughs) <laughs> I have to live, we have to live our lives in this world, and it's so much. It looks bad and dumb. I like Paul Rudd, but this is a bad choice for him to make. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it and make to justify its existence at all. I almost certainly will not watch it, because I've never seen any Ghostbusters movie, and the only thing I know about Ghostbusters is, like, a bunch of bad jokes about Slimer, so... And I'm fine with that being, like, my baseline, culturally. I assume they're just gonna completely retcon the Lady Ghostbusters movie, because yeah. it's supposed to be, like, their descendants of yeah, the original like Ghostbusters. The sons, yeah, they're, like, the, they're the sons or whatever. Kids, yeah. yeah. 
So, like, I think the fact that there was this whole other thing where, you know, they had yeah. ghosts again is just going to be completely wiped away, which is dumb. Switching from a questionable sequel to a questionable prequel, do we think the King's Man will be good? Because I didn't really like the second Kingsman movie. The I liked second the Kingsman first movie one. is the only Kingsman movie I've seen, and it was like a drug yeah. trip from someone who's never done drugs, and I hated it. Yeah, no, I have a lot, a lot of problems with the second Kingsman movie. I liked the King- first Kingsman movie a lot, actually. Yeah, um, me I too. was not expecting it to like it as much as I did. Same. Um, barring a few like weird questionable moments, I think it was actually a really solid film, and I think yeah. it actually had like a lot, of, a lot of good qualities outside of just being a good film like the fact that they never really created a romance uh, a romantic relationship between the two like spy leads Taryn Egerton and I don't know what the actress's name is who plays the other spy lead but um then in the second film I guess spoilers for Kingsman the Golden Circle they blow her up unceremoniously in the first four minutes and then yeah, it just totally dumb. derails all of the good elements of the first one yeah I hope that King's Man will be good, but I don't I mean, have a it's lot a bad it's a bad name. King's Man <laughs> is a bad name. So. It's objectively bad. Yeah. <laughs> King's Man? King's Man? Just one. It's just one King's Man. Isn't King's Man like the Burger King mascot? Isn't that Oh, no, that's the, that's <laughs> just the King. <laughs> I mean, in like the tradition of like Superman and Spider-Man, isn't that isn't he like King's Man? No, he's the king. <laughs> Go play Sneak King for the Xbox 360. You get to play as him and you get to oh, like stalk no. people and throw burgers in their mouths. No. <laughs> no, thank you. So who who is in Kingsman? Who's playing the Kingsman? Um, I don't well, so the list of stars it says Gemma Arterton, Matthew Good, Rafe Fines and Aaron Taylor Johnson. I think Matthew Good is playing the Kingsman then. I think. This very bland-looking British man could probably be Matthew Good. He, his face does, is, makes me feel like I have face blindness. Was Matthew Good in Watchmen? I don't know. Wasn't he in that movie with Colin Firth where they were lovers or whatever? Yeah. That was Nicholas, that was Nicholas Holt, wasn't it? No. No. No, I think it was Matthew Good. Yeah, I think it was Matthew Good. This is a bad conversation. Move on. Move on. (laughs) Um, Unlistenable. Move on. (laughs) uh there's the weird uh ryan reynolds playing an npc movie <laughs> have you seen the what? oh there's a movie called free guy where in it uh ryan reynolds plays a character named guy who just is going about his daily life wherein he does all of the same things all the time and gets like robbed at his job at the bank and you know whatever whatever everything's always bad in his life and then he finds uh find some goggles out on the street or whatever and puts them on and turns out that it's like he's inside a video game and he's one of the NPCs and he like finds a headset to be a player in the game instead of being a NPC. I mean, that's not how video games work, but I'll allow it. (laughs) Sounds sounds weird. (laughs) I'll probably, I can watch it. I can, sounds like something I can watch. Ryan Reynolds is in it and Taika is apparently in it as well. Taika Waititi is in it as well. That's, a lot of goodwill. Taika has a lot of goodwill with me, so. That's true. I'll watch that. All right, guys, I have a new segment. Okay. So as I was looking up Matthew Good, I found a, <laughs> <laughs> which he is in The Watchmen. Yes! Yes! He was Ozymandias, right? I don't know. I didn't look at what his character oh. was. Fuck that. Well, uh, anyway. Wait, was that the movie or the TV series? The TV movie. series. 
Oh, the movie. I don't know. He was in the one movie. Of them. The, the movie I saw with my dad when I was 14, and I blocked out that whole experience because that was a bad decision. <laughs> well, anyway, we all know that our lives are now ruled by online quizzes that ask uh, us questions to uh, determine things about our characteristics. Uh, so this one is one called Build a Taco Bell Order and we will guess which Marvel superhero you are. Great. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. What time of the day do you go to Taco Bell? I'm going to say evening. <laughs> 33% of people picked that too. I'm guessing the top response was night. So are we just listening to you fill out a BuzzFeed <laughs> article? Is this the same? Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't you guys cool. know which Marvel superhero I am based on my Taco Bell needs? Cool. A good segment. Good Good listening for us and anyone else, which is no one. But... What's the best way to order food? I think it's drive through As opposed to, can we at least get a full experience? <laughs> Online, Uber Eats, or in person? Okay. I guess in person is fine. Not in person. No one's no one's walked into a Taco Bell in like twenty years. Actually, so. that tends to be the pit stop that we make on the way to Toledo. Well, who who fucking orders their Taco Bell online and then walks in and says, "I have an online order from Taco Bell. <laughs> Please prepare me my food that I ordered online." You might no. as well walk in and be like, "I am terrible. I'm a dumbass. Please <laughs> kick me in the stomach." How often do you go to Taco Bell? Rarely, not often enough, at least once a week, or once or twice a month. I want to say not often enough. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to kill me. (laughs) What caloric range do you like to stay in between? I don't have a range. Between 1,000 and 1,500. Between 500 and 1,000, you'd be dead. Under 500, you'd also be dead. I would say between 1,000 and 1,500, even though that's incorrect, but... Wait, do they mean caloric range for a single Taco Bell order? That's what I was assuming. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's your day or or what. I don't know. It was like 500 calories for a pop. I actively don't think about how much my Taco Bell calories are because (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to admit it. Who is my Taco Bell partner in crime? A friend, my pet, a work colleague, my work. significant other. Take the dogs to Taco Bell. <laughs> no, I don't want my dogs to die. <laughs> but it's oh, fine to put it. in your human body. It's fine. Oh, no, I have to cancel this segment. It's really long. <laughs> the quiz is like 40 questions long. <laughs> how are there that many things about a Taco Bell order? I don't know. It's one of, The last question is how many churros can you eat? That's not... how much spice can you handle is a question can you eat all of the food where do you usually eat your taco bell what item on the menu do you find yourself craving okay if you if you keep talking about taco bell i'm gonna like revolt and leave this call all right well i'm just gonna say that i was uh iron man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's my new segment cool that was another okay. that was another good segment great job in this safe space so you know those things on instagram where everybody like does the, the filter or whatever and it yes who you are yes how do you do that <laughs> <laughs> you have to the way i've done it is when i see someone has done it you can click the top it has like a link and you can do but it. But you don't have to like download anything else because I don't know. I don't want multiple apps. Like it's not worth it to me if I have to download a separate app. Any Anything 
tells me, oh, you need to download an app to do this. I'm like, never mind. I'm out. I'm good. I don't need this. Yeah, I did. I did the Marvel one last night and I did it like 10 times so I could get Iron Man because <laughs> that's who I am. Garbage. Hello. <laughs> Hello. That's me. Um, have you guys seen the, the extended trailer for Onward where it's Tom Holland and Chris Pratt and the dad has no torso? Yes, I love it. I'm no? so excited. Half dad. <laughs> Eldritch Horror half dad. Great. So I'm excited for that one. That'll be good. Oh, <laughs> oh, Venom 2. No. Apparently coming I mean, I'm actually really excited for more oh, Venom God. because it looks fucking... Did I tell you that when we rented Venom to watch, there was no option to just, like, rent it? We had to buy it. Oh, my God. So <laughs> own it. So I've watched it, like, three times. Oh. When I get, like, sad and when I'm alone, I just watch Venom and I feel better because it looks so bad. If you watch it as a movie to understand that it's bad and not good and 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 it's just Tom Hardy being a doof. I think it's a good movie. Yes. But if you try and watch Tom it as a Hardy, real movie, it's not a real movie. No, it's it's not a good movie, except Tom Hardy thinks he's in a different movie that is good, and he's <laughs> trying so hard, and I just, I appreciate it, and I respect it. Tom Hardy Appreciation Podcast. He straight up got into that lobster tank without, like, <laughs> direction. Yeah. And in. I love that. That's, that's good chaos energy, and it's the kind of energy that we need in an Eddie Brock disaster human. Bo Burnham's gonna be in a thriller, apparently. Yes, I saw a trailer for that. What's it called? Promising Young Woman. Oh, no, I don't remember oh. that. Oh! With Carrie Mulligan. I'm just constantly worried about him. I hope he's doing okay. <laughs> His girlfriend directed Hustlers, which I find very... <laughs> incongruous with i don't know him but good for them hustlers deserves more recognition yeah j-lo should be nominated for a bunch of stuff that she isn't and i'm sad about it she got nominated for gongo didn't she no oh the movie did i think or the screenplay or something in the heights i'm super psyched for i'm so excited yeah me too still haven't listened to all of the in the heights uh soundtrack it's very good i like it a lot i mean i'm biased but like I mean, yeah, I, I obviously will like it because I listened, I've listened to the Hamilton soundtrack for, you know, the last five years, like 300 million times, but haven't gotten around to it. I just trust anything Lin-Manuel Miranda puts a seal on. Anything yeah, my best friend, my best friend Lynn can do no wrong. Yeah, it's it, my, my father and son, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, <laughs> Is this the segment where Delia talks about how Lin-Manuel Miranda has responded to her on Facebook before? Twice! <laughs> Twice! <laughs> I have tangentially spoken to Lin-Manuel Miranda twice and it is the highlight of my life okay our best friends well it's Lin and then it's also John Chu who directed uh Crazy Rotation yes so John Chu that, that will John Chu I hope he's getting better or whatever because he like had an injury or something on set oh no, a while oh, no. Back. yeah they they I think they delayed filming a little bit but yeah oh okay so also coming in 2020 Artemis Fowl. Uh, oh no. It's too late. It's too it's late. It's too late. It's so late. It's 15 years too late. And I, I never can't even finished believe. the books, honestly. Oh, we. Cor- Corey and I read a ton of them and like traded them back and forth. We were very in, like, invested. Very invested. I'm really. I'm so. But it's been 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of them in my trunk alongside Clue for a really long time. <laughs> Didn't have any friends to play Clue. Didn't have the attention span to read a Darnus Pal. I just know <laughs> that's me. I'm gonna be disappointed, but 
I just want to go to see in what ways, you know? Who's the main character? Who's the main actor in it? Ferdia Shaw? I don't, I don't some know. Kid. Uh, yeah. Some kid. They, so, they obviously so, um, to cast a child. Yeah, Irish Unknown. Um, Kenneth Branagh's directing it, which is yeah. Josh. Yeah. Oh, no, Josh Gad. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no. <laughs> Hold on. Not the Gad. Um, this is, I saw, I knew this already. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's promising. Um, Judy Dench is Commander Root, which is oh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh I remember God. hearing that and I just don't, I don't know. I was picturing more of like a Holly Hunter there, but I just like Holly Hunter. Um, Josh Gad is Mulch Diggums, whose character oh. is famous for just stuffing shit down his mouth and then like, I'm pretty sure shitting it out. Oh if God. I yes, I think so. My absolute favorite <laughs> trope in, in movies is when they have a fat character and their <laughs> plot is that they're fat. Again, see cats a la James Corden's character. <laughs> yeah, there's no other like real names in in this movie at all. It's just it's just the star power of Judy Dench and Josh Gad. <laughs> the what duo. A, what a I mean, the duo. <laughs> so I don't know. It's gonna be real weird. It's gonna be real weird. That's fine. Um speaking of real weird, but in like a nice way, have you seen the trailer for Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar? No, Absolutely I don't not. know. I don't know the words you just said. I don't think you said words. So it's a Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo movie. So Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo are the do like they wrote Bridesmaids together, and Annie yeah. Mumolo is the woman in Bridesmaids who's like freaking out on the plane, like we're all gonna die, we're all gonna die. She's yeah. that woman, and so. The trailer does not show their faces, but it just zooms in on various parts of these two women from, like, who knows what era. They're either old or it's, like, the 70s. I can't really tell. And it just zooms in on, like, their hair as they're talking and their hands as they're talking and their feet as they're talking about this movie, about themselves going to the beach or whatever. <laughs> but it's very clearly Kristen I... Wiig's voice. And then I guess Annie Mumolo's voice, but I don't recognize her voice. It uh, sounds like something that was made specifically for your mom, Corey. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. I think that it's just Kristen Wiig has somebody who's like, do what you want, hon, and she did. Or maybe it's her. Maybe she's producing it. Maybe she's just like, I just want to make this movie with my friend, and we're going to go do it. And I, that's, and I will see it and be happy. Oh, no, they're making a Hitman's Bodyguard sequel? Why? No! The Hitman's Bodyguard's Girlfriend title. That's a, that's a oh, Jesus Christ. That's too many possessives. <laughs> oh, there's that weird movie where Dave Bautista has the child, like the child is a spy or whatever. I don't know. I don't know about that. I thought that came out last year. Oh, did it? It says 2020. Maybe it got pushed oh. back. They're making another SpongeBob movie. Can Steven Hillenburg just rest in peace? No. Is, that's the one that's the, um, uh, like, childhood where he meets Gary for the first time, right? But Steven Hillenburg did not want this. He didn't want spinoffs. He didn't want prequels and sequels. Oh, I know, but capitalism is more important than the wills of one man. Respect the sanctity of Steven Hillenburg. Um, there's not- I'm scrolling through. I don't see many other interesting- Do we really need another Indiana Jones movie? No. Who's Indiana Jones? Is Oh, it's Chris Pratt. What? What? Yeah, isn't it? He's Chris not Pratt. listed. What? Are you sure? I think it's Chris Pratt. Let me look. That seems a little on the nose. It seems like something I don't want. No, it's somebody named Luis Ortega. Oh, okay. Oh, I was okay. totally sure it was. Chris Pratt might have been like 
rumored Short- for it. I'm then. sure he was shortlisted. I mean, if anybody was like, who could play Indiana Jones and do basically the same thing? Oh, I forgot about Legally Blonde three. Let's go, well, <laughs> Corey. Wait, wasn't there already a Legally Blonde three? No, no, there they, was a Legally Blonde two, and they joked about it. She like at the end of Legally Blonde two, they walk by the White House and she says something about like wanting to relocate or wanting to move, and she looks at the camera and winks. Oh, I just entirely assumed that was the actual movie they made. No, nope. I just forgot about <laughs> they it. They just set it set it real up. Uh, you know who was in Legally Blonde movies and is doing great things now? Regina King. Regina King was in Legally Blonde two as like a pretty main character. Really? Yeah. I'm like oh, 97% sure. Yeah, it's been a, such a long time since I watched any of. She's. I'm pretty sure that she works in like the, the office with uh with Elle when she's like doing the save bruiser stuff. I think she because she's like a she's kind of the Vivian where they like kind of bump like bump heads, but then it turns out that she's yeah she's in it. Legally Blonde Two, Red, White, and Blonde, a great subtitle for a fine movie. <laughs> All right, if you say so. I defer to you. I support Reese Witherspoon. Yes, I know. You love her so much. Okay. that's. I think that's the end of my list of interesting movies coming out. Yeah, and we've been going for like an hour, so we need to stop now because I can't scream anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's time for us to, to reel them in, kids. We did it. Was, was, this, was this anything? Probably. No. no. So... Tune in next time? Question mark. <laughs> the end? Question mark. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right, are we done? We're done. Yeah. Bye. We're done. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Don't listen to this. Bye. Discontent's theme music was provided by the Swing Ninjas. It is South of France off the album Tears of the Tuba. If you enjoy the podcast, consider following Discontent on social media. Discontent is at DiscontentCast on Twitter and at DiscontentPodcast on Instagram. If you really like the show, please tell a friend and leave a review on iTunes.